0: Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. I am so excited to have you on. So I have a special guest on here today if you want to say hello and tell everybody who you are. (laughs) Hi everyone, Uh, I'm Ashley aka books are my
1: third place uh, on pretty much every platform and I'm just very
0: excited to be here. So we start every episode with token questions so we'll Mm -hmm. do those and then we'll kind of go into your fourth wing journey, my fourth wing journey, and the entire internet slash book reading world's fourth wing journey. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay so we'll start with the first one which is what is your favorite standalone? These are like the impossible questions. Uh, I like to start with the hard hitters favorites. first. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, it's, you know, of course, like impossible to choose. But if I had to, um, definitely The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern is one of my all-time favorite books. And I just think it's so beautifully written. It's it's that like fantastical romantic
0: story. So that is so interesting. I was just talking about that book today and I was like, really? Yeah, one of my friends is reading Carval for like the first time. And I was like, a lot of people compare the two, but I'm really interested in like people who like The Night Circus more. And then she was like, well, they're not really the same. And I was like, you're actually right. So I think when I read it, I went into it thinking it was very similar to Caraval and it's not. So I would like to reread it and give it a little more credit, I think.
1: Yeah, I haven't read Caraval yet. So I just oh, okay. I need to add that one to the list. But yeah, yeah it's, I, I think... I need to do a reread. It's been probably, oh gosh, like a decade since I read it last. And I absolutely just loved it. I've read it like multiple times through because I loved it so much. So I need to go back and and do another reread. But I think yeah. it will still stay you, at least in
0: the top 10 for yeah. sure. <laughs> Have you ever done the audiobook for it? No, I haven't. I wonder if that's really good. I feel like writing style is very lyrical, like V E Schwab almost. And mm-hmm. then that's sort of like, you're not really sure what's going on, but it doesn't really matter because you're in it for like the joy of the vibes. <laughs> yes. Everybody always says like vibes only. It's yeah. It's really
1: interesting though, because her her other book is not like, I actually did not like it. And it, sent, it seems to be when I talk to people that they like one or the other of her two books. So the Starless
0: Sea one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't read that one either. But yeah, I always feel like her writing style is very similar to VE's and like, yeah, it's like, you don't really need... It's fives only. That's it. That's yeah. Only. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. okay. So in contrast to that, what is your favorite series?
1: So again, impossible to pick. I would say like, so my old school favorite series, you're going to not be surprised at all, is definitely Lord of the Rings. And yep. Yep. I just absolutely... I love the story. I love the writing. It's just will always have a special place in my heart. I just did my reread and like it's just as epic as it was the first time, which is always so fun. And then like more, more recently over the last few years, I have to add Throne of Glass to that list because okay. it's just so good.
0: I feel like every person that comes on here either says The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue or Throne of Glass is one of their answers <laughs> in some one of the four categories. So yeah. that definitely checks that that checks out Perfect. the tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I think they're very like similar series as far as like the vibes go. So that definitely makes sense. And like it's really popular and, and like there's a lot of diving into it that you can do and you can like keep diving mm-hmm. within the community so I feel like that really keeps it alive yeah definitely all
1: the theories and all the things that you can kind of dive into yeah. she took a lot of inspiration from Lord of the Rings which is really fun to like yeah. actually recognize those little things and be like, yeah I don't know where you got that from
0: <laughs> you're like potatoes me too yeah. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah. um, okay perfect so who is your ultimate book boyfriend
1: Okay, I made a list because, again, like, I cannot believe you're asking me for one. <laughs> totally so, fair. Y'all, I I have to have a few. Okay. So, in no particular order, <laughs> obviously Aragorn. Again, no surprises there. And then I always joke, like, I refuse to pick between Rowan and Reese. Like, I just okay. love them. They will always be favorites. Uh, I really love Aaron from the Bridge Kingdom. He's Ooh. a more recent favorite in the last few years as well. And then from like my childhood, like high school there was this historical it was like historical romance slash like espionage thriller series that I absolutely loved and Colonel Brett Holden is the main character in that series like his, or the main love interest and he yeah. is the ultimate book boyfriend like still to this day I love him. Wow
0: what's the series called?
1: It's Lions of the Desert. It's a trilogy. It's by oh. Linda Chaikin. I don't think it's in
0: print anymore. It's so old. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's so good. I will have to look into that and figure out where that is. <laughs> yes. That is That's awesome. Really I love that. Great choices all around, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Okay. So who is your ultimate book girlfriend? Okay. So I love
1: Vin from Mistborn, like mm-hmm. more recently. So I just read... Um, Miss Born for the first time this year, and she's just such an incredible character, and like just to see her her growth throughout the trilogy is really amazing. Um, so I love her. And then Lara from the Bridge Kingdom is also amazing. And then I mean, you know, everybody says this, I'm sure, but Feyre and Aelin. I have to. Yeah. I always have to make a distinction that like it's definitely Aelin, not Selena,
0: because fair. Not a fan <laughs> of Selena. Okay. Definitely valid. Definitely valid. Uh, a lot of people don't say Feyre. So you are you are one of the few. I will say that. Yeah.
1: She gets so much hate. And I really don't get it. It's funny because I identify with her way more and mm-hmm. just as a person. And so. That's so interesting. I, yeah. I like her a lot more than other people, I guess.
0: Yeah. I always felt like people would be like, oh, she's so boring. But then when you go back and read, you're like, she's actually not. She's just not as dramatic yeah. as both Bryce and Aelyn, who exactly. may or may not be the same exact personality types, so like in a different font yeah totally. yeah yeah they're very similar and they're like outgoing and all that and she's just not and yeah yeah we've everyone likes to forget that she killed a wolf at the very beginning so it's gonna be okay <laughs> she is a total badass I feel yeah. like she,
1: she accomplishes so much and goes through so much growth and it and takes care of her family like all this you know she's super loyal like all the things
0: it's great. yeah she goes through quite the journey Feyre is cool she does a lot <laughs> she- <laughs> He goes through some Karama, guys. Well,
1: forgot. No. Yeah,
0: In case anybody forgot, reread at Qatar, just the first one. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, so we're talking about Fourth Wing. We're reviewing it today. Um, it has officially been like 20-ish days, I think, since it came out, or like 15, a very short amount of time. And the official Goodreads check is there are 16,000 ratings and 4,600 reviews. So this book is rather popular very early on in its little baby book journey. Yes. <laughs> I do know there was a huge campaign and you were a part of that for like receiving arcs. And I think that definitely mm-hmm. helped. So what is yeah. your journey with the fourth wing been like?
1: Yeah, I, so I saw it, kind of blurbed last year when entangled announced that they were going to be creating this new imprint for fantasy romance and sci-fi romance and stuff. And I was so excited. So that was already on my list of like most anticipated reads. Cause I'm like a book with dragons and it has <laughs> romance. Like, yes, please. Can we have more of this? Like, I love like, like that just sold me immediately. So I was so excited and then I've already had a relationship with Entangled for a while and so they ended up sending me the PR box for it and I was so excited. So I immediately started reading that in, I guess, in April and mm. I couldn't put it down. I just couldn't put it down and I was like, this is going to be huge. Like I just yeah, had a yeah. feeling that it was going to appeal to so many people, like just a very wide audience because it is, I mean, we can get into it, but it it is like a very simple world to understand. And I think yeah. it makes it like a lot more digestible for people, especially new to fantasy. And so it just, it kind of had ticked all the boxes for a lot of things that I think people are looking for in their reading and
0: it's super yeah. bingeable. So absolutely. I had to try and get everyone, all of my yeah. friends to read it. I think I remember you posting about it last year and I was like, oh, I need to remember this one. And then when everyone started getting them, I was like, oh, this is the one. And I think same with, me it had been on my list so I was like okay this is definitely one and when you guys started everyone's reading their arcs I was like yeah can I get one of these because I like need to read this now (laughs) but I put no effort into that so nothing for me
1: well well, and and I feel like they did such an incredible job with the sprayed edges as a first edition I think that's something because like it's so popular and it's something that they do a lot in the UK like Mm Waterstones does a lot of that but like you don't see it as often in the US so I was so excited that they chose to make like a really beautiful first edition and I think that yeah. helped it fly off the shelves as well
0: absolutely and I think yeah I usually don't pre-order and I definitely debated pre-ordering this one because I was like oh, yeah. those edges are really really pretty <laughs> I didn't end up pre-ordering and my mistake I had to go to like three different stores and find oh, it no. <laughs> but, you but I it. found it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's and like it is really fun and it's I think it's kind of cool because this hasn't happened in a, a long time and I think it many yeah. happened with like the daughter of no worlds trilogy a little bit but like yeah, I, I haven't seen so. yeah this kind of like level of hype since mm-hmm. the start of bookstagram and book talk where everyone was like cruel prince red queen acotar throne of glass lord of the rings you know what I mean like when that all kind of right. came out so I feel like we haven't seen that in a long time and it's been really cool to kind of be a part of it
1: yeah. I think that's, that's been the exciting thing is just seeing so many people. It's like a whole community of people reading the same thing at the same time. And we're all talking about it. And we're all freaking out over the same parts. And like, it, it is really fun. Like it makes reading
0: that much more fun when you can yeah. do it with an entire community of people all over the world. Yeah. And I think this, it feels very similar to like when from blood and ash, I think it was kingdom of flesh and fire came out and everyone was really mm-hmm. like stoked about it. And then when like silver flames came out, we all like sort of read it at the same time, but yeah. this one's fun because it's the start of a new series and everyone's jumping on at the same time. Yeah. I think that's like a really unique thing. I
1: think that is, that's so good that you point that out. Cause I didn't even think about that aspect of it. It's like, we're all dealing with the cliffhanger at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we're all ahead of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, There has been, like you were saying, there were arc readers and all that kind of stuff. So people have had time to theorize, but like nobody knows the answer yet and no one gets to like decide that. So that is really fun. I think that makes it like really cool. And there's also this opportunity for all of us to kind of go through it together and be like, oh my gosh, how fun is this? That we're all like discovering it, which kind of made me want to cover it for the podcast. (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So we can kind of get into it. I have a few questions to ask and then we'll do, you know, our normal, like deep dive into the whole thing. but my first question is who is your favorite character and why so I am a sucker for any
1: sort of like creature sidekick in a book so I always love the animals they're (laughs) my favorite so definitely Taryn and Andarna pretty much have my whole heart like I love that Taryn is the most curmudgeonly old man like he's just so grumpy And he has all these little quips and things, but also he's so caring for Violet. And then, and Darna is just like the cutest little cinnamon roll that you have to protect at all costs. And I just love her and I'm obsessed with her. So I can't wait to see like her journey. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, I love all the characters. I think that's one of the things I think that Rebecca did really well was creating like very lovable characters that you can Mm -hmm. get really invested in. Like even the side characters like Liam, I absolutely loved and Rhiannon, And so I think- of course, yes, I love Violet and Zayden. Like, they're yeah. amazing. Um, I think we all love them. But yeah, I definitely love the the dragons for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a great choice. I like that. I definitely enjoyed them as well. <laughs> I would say my favorite character was probably Liam. So my soul has crushed.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so Sorry.
0: I really like a slow burn character that kind of comes in at the end and makes, yeah. like you're saying, I love a good sidekick and he has like main character potential, RIP, but like yeah. I really, really liked, I just liked his attitude and I I love that character that kind of, even though he's not the main love interest, like brings you down to earth when something bad mm-hmm. happens. Like when that twist comes in, he's the one that's like still kind of the bad guy, but like the main character is always like, well, he has been my friend the whole time. This other guy maybe had you know, he only did it because he he was trying to, like, get me to fall in love with him or whatever, whereas, like, this mm-hmm. friend is, like, the true actual friend. So, yeah, I'm a little crushed, but I thought he was a great character.
1: <laughs> oh, I loved him so much. I literally, yeah. I
0: did cry. Like, I yeah. actually shed tears. Yeah, I was really upset. I don't really cry in books, but I thought about it. I was like, yeah. uh, there's no, and, like, the, the hard thing about that, too, is, like, it's a fantasy book, so you're like, there's no way he's dead. Like, he's not right. really yeah. dead. He's dead yeah horrifically dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah totally there yeah okay so next question is what quadrant do you think you would be a part of
1: I mean everyone wants to say writers of course yeah but if we are being <laughs> really honest I would probably end up a
0: scribe yeah <laughs> I feel like that's very fair um mm. I don't know if I could deal with like the adrenaline when I first started it, I was like mm. This feels like a no for me. The fact that you have to like volunteer and the yeah. walking across the, the balance beam thing. I was like, immediately, no. I feel like I would probably end up in the healer quadrant. Like that'd be way more fun. Oh, yeah. I used to be a tech. And so like, I'm okay with blood and that kind okay. of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I would get really, I don't know if I would make it as a scribe. Like I would get really bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not good at being like quiet and, and like composed. Oh yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do well. I'll just say yeah. that very bad grammar I'm not good at memorizing things yeah okay
1: well I'll be the scribe you be the healer it's fine so yeah
0: we'll find a violet and a Zayden yeah Yeah, we'll be all right (laughs) I think we kind of talked about this a little bit already but were you sort of like sucked in by the social media storm that was fourth wing like did you feel like it was overhyped did you like the marketing strategy all of that that kind of went in with it Mm -hmm. do you feel like it lives up to the hype yeah, I I mean,
1: obviously, I was so lucky to receive an ARC, and I was really excited about it. I never had any like uh, requirements that came with it. I know some others have said that they're, you know, that they maybe needed to like post or whatever, and and that was never part of um, any information that I received. Mm-hmm. So I just really enjoyed it and wanted to talk about it with my friends, like I do every day yeah. on, <laughs> on Book Talk and Bookstagram. So. I was really excited about it. I think they've done a phenomenal job with the marketing campaign. And I think something that a lot of people maybe don't realize is like a lot of the books that get hyped up on BookTok are indie,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: which is amazing and like so cool because a lot of new authors are getting discovered. And this is a traditionally published book. Like this is yeah. not indie. And so it it definitely had a bigger marketing budget than what a lot of people are probably used to seeing. And that's why we were seeing it everywhere and why there was such a blanket. I think also because it's their first book from this new imprint. So they want it to be a success. They want to like set themselves up for success. So I think as a marketer of over 15 years, like I felt they killed it. Like they did such an amazing job. And I think they also did an incredible job of finding people to send arcs too that were most likely going to love the book anyway like they really yeah. chose their audience well and I think that's why it spread so quickly because it really got sent to the right people and you know a lot of people really loved it and were able to then talk about it and it just you know has kind of spread like wildfire from there so I feel like it does live up to the hype I think I'm also not trying to make it something it's not like yeah it's not a piece of, you know, literature, like it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fun read that again is like, you know, there's of course little nitpicky things that I didn't love about it, but that's in pretty much every book you read, right? Like there's always some little thing and I'm willing to look past those things because yeah. I love the story. Like Rebecca wrote a really incredible story. There's great banter. There's amazing disability rep that we rarely get to see in fantasy books right. that I thought was really amazing. And I, I think all of those elements were just like the perfect little, you know, soup to create this great fantasy yeah. story that was really bingeable and a
0: good time. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about having like a great marketing campaign. I feel like that definitely helped. And like you said, getting it out to the people in the right Genre of like you know influencers or what have you, and I also think this is one like you're saying it's a really great one to dip your toes into, so like those 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 romance girlies, yes, ended up here, and they got it, and they're like, oh, this is what you guys have been talking about with right all these <laughs> other books you recommend, bridge Kingdom, you know from blood and Ash, akatar like hate to quote you know the same ones over and over, but it's those it's that hype that they're finally getting, and I think like for me, I've seen it all across the board, even in my like romance only girls have been like sharing this and talking about it. And people Mm -hmm. who read mostly thrillers are like, I guess I'm reading forthwing. And I'm like, I guess you are. (laughs) So yeah, I think they did a really great job. And I do think it lives up to the hype with it being very enjoyable. And it, like you said, being a very bingeable read and it was a good time. I don't know if I loved it quite as much as you did, but we can kind of Mm -hmm. get into it. Um, I think for me, I tried to go into it, to and this is probably how it was for you because no one had read it yet but I tried to go into it with like a very open mind like I'm not thinking about how hyped it is I'm not reading spoilers I'm I'm really trying to avoid any reviews all that kind of stuff I was just going into it like I want to read this book because I want to read this book and I think that definitely helped because I think sometimes we get that not I am not going to say prejudice but like people go into it being like I have to hate it because it's everyone's favorite it's like Okay. But did you,
1: I think that's, I think that's the thing. Like you, you see a lot of people that like are maybe nervous to pick up something that's so popular because they just don't want to be let down. And I understand that. Like I've definitely had moments like that where I've seen, I think Addie LaRue was a great example where I, it was everywhere when that book came out and it was so popular and I was kind of like, okay, do I really want to read? Like, yeah. And yeah, it's amazing. Like, I love that book, but like, it was, I think sometimes I I guess I always try and lower my expectations of these kind of super popular books because I'm like, okay, when it's going to appeal to a mass audience, Mm -hmm. it might not include all of the very specific things that I as a reader look for. Like it's going to probably have some things I don't like and that's okay. Like it doesn't mean it has to be perfect for you to still enjoy it and have a great time.
0: Definitely. And I had a great time. Do you have a great time? <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. So we can kind of dive into, we'll try to stay in chronological order, but you know, that never really happened. So um, we'll start with the beginning. I think the world building in this was really well done, but I do think the world was very small. Like we yes. got good structure. I mm-hmm. knew what was going on. I understood how it was supposed to very, very early on, but I think our world view was very tiny. Did you kind of mm-hmm. feel that way? I 100% agree. I think that was one of – honestly,
1: one of my biggest complaints is that I felt like we didn't have enough – like, I want the, like, info dump. Like, yes, please. Like, I know that's maybe an unpopular opinion, but, like, I want all the details. I want to know, like, how the world works and, like, what's happening aside from just, like, the couple classes we get to see, like – I'm really hoping that in book two it opens up into more of like we get to see the other quadrants because we really didn't even get to see the rest of the school at all. Yeah, which I would have liked to have more interactions. There's like those you know a couple little interactions in the library, but that's like pretty much it. Like we don't really get to see like where are all these other students? And yeah, are doing? And, like <laughs> so I'm I'm excited about that and also just like the world itself. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like it it did feel very small. Uh, and even though I had a great time, like, yeah, I really wish we would have gotten a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I almost wish there was maybe, like, a SJM-style 20-page prologue with, like, or <laughs> sort of like The Hobbit, the second movie. Yeah. You know, where we get, like, a really long intro of this big war and what happened and, like, how it started. And mm-hmm. I think the other issue that I had was she's obviously your, quote-unquote, unreliable narrator in the fact that she doesn't know. Like, she's right. ignorant. So it's like, yeah. I wish we would have almost had, like, an overview, of like, a little prologue or something that shared this is how the world was created. This is why we fight the Griffins, like that kind of thing mm-hmm. versus this, you know, sort of like you're saying kind of vague thing. And I, I think that I love that idea kind of a yeah. prologue.
1: like, I think, or just even like, you know, how in daughter of no worlds, there's like the, the war little prologue mm-hmm. at the very beginning. And you don't, you're still not given like a ton of information, but it's enough to like pique your interest and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to come back into play. And like, yeah, it would have been cool to have something like that.
0: And I feel very, I think this put me on the same kind of journey that I had with Daughter of No Worlds. Like, I wish there was a little more background. I appreciated the world we got. And mm-hmm. I really liked the story and the magic structure and all of that. But at the same time, like, I wanted to know more about the politics and everything else that was going on, like, outside of our first person POV type of thing. Yeah. 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 How did you feel at the beginning about her very immediate sort of enemy that is Jack <laughs> yeah. and Rihanna? And they're, like, very convenient sort of um, falling into play of the characters. What did you think about mm-hmm. that?
1: Um, I mean, you know, it's going to happen. There always has to be some little asshole. <laughs> so yeah, I hate, I hate Jack. He's the worst, right? Yeah. Like, And I think it, it was smarter for though to give us somebody else to hate because there wasn't really a villain to hate yet. Like, because yeah. it's so big, like a lot of, the, again, the world, it's like, we don't really know like what they're fighting yet or what's going on or why or the motivations necessarily. And so I think it was, good to have somebody that was kind of her nemesis in a way yeah I agree good yeah every about every five pages though I was like when is he going to die
0: yeah if you were so, dead
1: yeah so I wasn't wasn't so happy with him I think Rhiannon was you know a very like typical kind of sidekick friend but I still Mm -hmm. like her a lot like I think she's great Um, I love that they shared shoes that was really
0: yeah that part was so fun So (laughs) and and I loved it because in the beginning you know she's chatting with her mom and her sister or whatever and everybody's like she's so weak and her family's telling her all of that and then in the like 17 minutes that she gets with her sister where she changes her shoes and tells her all of this she's like I know a lot of things take my shoe (laughs) and you're like okay Violet calm down (laughs) Yeah. yeah But I thought that was really good and I loved it. And I like that we got a lot of suspense, but she also did the thing where if someone showed up on the page and they weren't a part of the story before, they would be dead within the next three pages. Oh, right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) horrific. Thank you for warning me. <laughs> <laughs> don't get attached to anyone. She's pretty ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Don't get attached to anybody that hasn't showed up before. You know, like I, I was expecting it to be Rian, like her friend. I thought she was going to be the one to die, but thankfully she didn't get to oh, stay. Oh no,
1: we can't kill her. No. Yeah.
0: But I was like, okay, d- well, Not it's going to be one of these two. And obviously it was, de- and then he was like, I have a girlfriend back home. We're going to get married. Deadpool, dead. And I was like, yeah. I knew that was coming though. That was like. Yeah. that it wasn't was a, a, it's a gonna huge shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. There are a lot of moments in here that were kind of like, oh, really? Where her sister's like, make sure to avoid Zayden. And it's like, surprise, Zayden. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, clever. Well, I, think, I
1: think that's the thing. Like a lot of people were, I've, I've seen now that, you know, it's gotten mm-hmm. out there and more reviews and stuff have come out. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's so predictable. And I'm like, you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing. Like it's okay if it's predict because yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think a single
0: thing surprised me in this book. I think uh, no. there was one very specific moment at the very end that surprised me, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like so shocking. Like I was like, "Man, well, that kind of makes sense. But like, ooh, you know, I did take a moment. Yeah. So... That did. But yeah, I will say it was when Dane like touches her cheek and is like reading her memories. Like I wasn't thinking about that because I First. like forgot.
1: <laughs> oh no. I literally marked every time. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, he's going to do I'm oh, this is taking her brain get power. We into that. But- yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> the, yeah. And I think like the other thing too, this is a very typical fantasy, right? It follows, mm-hmm. there's like seven plot lines in stories ever. And we knew where this was going to yeah. go. I will say like the marketing on this is a little weird. And I don't think this was Red Tower's fault. I think this was the internet's fault, mm-hmm. where they said it's enemies to lovers. It's super spicy, and all of those things I think are oh. very subjective, right? But I I would disagree. I don't think it was enemies to lovers. I think it was like rivals. Oh, interesting. Okay, the lovers, and it was to me. It was not spicy if it doesn't happen to the last eighty <laughs> percent. Like if it takes eighty percent for them to kiss, I'm like, this okay. is it spicy? But that, okay, I felt
1: like it was very spicy for me because I have like a pretty low tolerance for spice. And so, which I know is not- Totally fair. The norm. Yeah, yeah. But I, so I appreciated that it wasn't like- everywhere I appreciated that it was like earned if that makes yes, sense yes like, absolutely hey like, okay, this is like uh and that's why you know it's funny because like some people are saying like it's slow burn and some people are like it's not slow burn because it you know they got together in the first book and I'm like to me it was slow burn like yeah. I felt like it was like this like and I did feel like it was enemies to lovers but more in a way I heard somebody to describe it really well where they said it's more of like a sins of the father kind of situation where definitely like, you know he's they're not necessarily enemies or would they be if their parents weren't like enemies so right it's more of like a romeo juliet kind of situation that's very okay <laughs> that
0: makes more and that's kind of i thought i was like it's it's more of like your guys are like rivals because you have to be but you're not necessarily yeah. like sworn enemies this isn't like a griffin rider falling in love with like a rider you know what i mean or whatever yeah. they're called i forgot well, so be really
1: interesting though because in based on you know what happens at the end like you have to start thinking back to like okay did Brennan tell like was he ever an enemy because did if he's been working with Brennan the whole time like did he know that she was kind of like all there all these implications right
0: yeah that was what threw me because I as when I got to the end I was like is he really her enemy like was that ever a thing so I kind of get that but I think this it was sold to me a little different and I feel like And I think this is my fault, but I feel like almost all fantasy that I've read, I haven't read any Brandon Sanderson and that kind of thing, but almost every single book that I've read, I think that has some sort of world building has a relationship in it. So I don't know what romantic is because to me, romantic would be Mm -hmm. like a court of wings in ruin or like Crescent City or something like that, whereas this felt more like Divergent or like Hunger Games where like there's a relationship, but it's not the whole plot. Like obviously the pining and the falling in love with the guy is the plot, but at the same time, like we as a group are going through something with the main character. Mm-hmm. That sort of Hunger games ask. Like they don't kiss until like the third book or something like in Hunger Games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's very, it's a very slow, slow burn for that one. So that's kind of what this felt more like to me. And I'm like, what is Romanticy then?
1: I feel like it's such a debate because I saw someone trying to explain it the other day and I'm like I wonder if I oh and then Fairy Lou announced their romanticy subscription right and I was looking at that being like because they showed some examples mm-hmm. and I was looking at it being like I wouldn't consider any of these romanticy I would consider them all fantasy romance which is right more, way more spice to me absolutely and I, I always feel like romanticy at least for me is more of the like it's like romantic fantasy where it's like it's less about the spice but there's this like beautiful love story in it and it can be faded black it doesn't have to have spice so it's kind of interesting because I think a lot of people's definitions are very very different for it so it seems to be very subjective so I feel like a lot of people are going to be very confused about yeah say romanticity. like what does that really mean
0: (laughs) And that's what I would love to like debate that or have someone define it because when I was reading I was like this feels so similar mostly just because I just re-binged all of the Hunger Games movies but it feels very similar to that like. Katniss is going through something. She's really doing her, you know, she's really doing the thing that she needs to do. Obviously, the second one is supposed to be about her and PETA, but, like, they're not really together. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I felt in this one. Like, she was trying her damnedest to just, like, be herself. Like, Violet yeah. was trying to figure out what she was strongest. And, like, she did obviously like Zayden. That was a huge part of it. And it's very similar to Divergent, too. Where, like, I don't know her name. <laughs> Blew right totally. out of my mind. Yeah, But, like, she's trying to figure out who she is and, like, being dauntless. Yeah. So I think that, to me, I guess... If you're saying the fantasy romance, that is fair. That feels like neon gods and Katie Roberts and all of that. And then the romantic, like romanticity is like romantic fantasy. So this is romantic, then you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I did, I really did love their relationship. I think that she did a great job of the progression. Like I believed every second of it. Did you Mm -hmm. feel the same?
1: Yeah, I loved it. I loved that it wasn't like, I'm instantly in love. It's like there was obviously attraction and obviously with, you know, she threw Dane into the mix a little bit in the beginning and I was very quickly over him. I was like, okay,
0: <laughs> listen, <laughs> no,
1: thank you. Um, it was so funny. Like seeing some friends reactions, like roll in where they're like, Oh, we like this. Is this going to be friends to love? You know, like a whole, yeah. a whole range of emotions. Cause so it was nice that she had those little pieces in there. And then I felt like it was actually very cool to see, him like kind of grow as a person too like mm-hmm. he wasn't this like one-dimensional character which i really appreciated yeah so yeah i really liked the progression of their relationship and like how pro- he was protective but he didn't similar to like i hate to use reese but like it's a, it's an example a lot of people understand yeah, right, right are, are familiar with is like he is also extremely protective but he also lets favorite choose or like it's very much about like empowering their partner to, yeah. to be their best and not just like solve the, all their problems for them. So. Yeah. I liked that a lot.
0: I think for me too, I really loved that. Um I don't know if you've read A Curse So Dark and Lonely by Bridge Kimber. Oh, I haven't. So she has I think it's MS. It's been a really long time since I've read it. She okay. has MS. So it's I yeah. felt like a lot of similarities between Harper, the main character in that and Violet mm-hmm. in yeah. that like they were both sort of working through their their, you know, disabilities. And I loved the rep in this that it wasn't like I don't know if you've read, also, um, Get a Life, Chloe Brown at all. Mm -mm, I haven't. Um, Talia Hibbert does a really good job of, like, doing disability rep, but I think she makes it, like, a huge portion because it is contemporary and you get to, like, talk through those things. Whereas, like, in fantasy, it's, like, someone doesn't always have the answer to that or, like, doesn't have, like, a word for it. So I really liked that it was part of the character, but it wasn't so much, like, their defining personality trait, where I think sometimes in these, like, romance books and stuff, like, Talia does this, but she doesn't in a very, like very similar to this i'm not solving your problem type of way but it is like at the forefront and i liked that we got a lot of violet and how she like adapted to her life with having a disability and like being you know a smaller person and not knowing if she's going to make it and that sort of thing and going through like her methods of handling her body and her health and i thought that was Mm -hmm. really well done while also still making sure that we understood like she's working out and she is able to fight and she has challenges and you know she can throw daggers and all that kind of stuff so i really thought that was well done I loved that part of it. I So
1: one of my best friends has some disabilities very, mm-hmm. that are very, very similar uh, to Violet. She has an autoimmune disease. And so it affects her in a lot of the same ways. And so it was just really cool to actually read something and see like a main character who can still be a badass, who can still like use her intelligence and all of these things that she has at her disposal that aren't just about physical strength. And I really yeah. loved seeing that because uh, we we don't get to see it very often in fantasy and I think also when you do see it in fantasy it's always very conveniently solved by magic typically. yeah <laughs> like that's what quick, I very early on like it's always like right. oh I have this horrible thing that's happened to me and then oh magically it's all better you I'm know it I mean? to I, die
0: and now I'm yeah, not
1: <laughs> like, and I think yeah it was really well done in this way where it's like you know she wasn't like yeah she got a little help from Taryn but like she still was like failing in a way right Uh like she was still struggling like it didn't just magically solve all her problems and I think seeing that come into play like I loved it I loved that progression because it was it didn't feel like it was just a cheap ploy for a plot line like it really felt very thought out and yeah I, I thought it was really well done
0: yeah, and I liked the comment her mom makes at the beginning when she's talking to her sister and like before she's even inside where she says, like, Violet's in pain every day. And if any mm-hmm. of my children could make it, it would be her. And it's like kind of recognizing that there's a strength in that and like yeah. she does manage herself really well. And like I think there's something to be said about being able to manage your chronic pain and like your chronic issues. And like mm-hmm. I've definitely felt like I related a lot with Violet because it's pretty similar. Like, I also have an autoimmune disease, and like it was so interesting to kind of read that character and be like, wow, that is so cool that. There is someone and, like, she realizes her limitations at the same time and isn't just using, like, I'm smart to be, like, a ploy for how she's going to get through all of this. Like, I'm just going to be clever and that's how I'm going to do it. It's like, no, I'm going to train with Imogen and I'm going to, like, train with Mm -hmm. Zayden and all these people. And, like, I'll switch my brains for your guys' help kind of at the beginning. And I thought that she, yeah, was it was a good combination of clever, a lot of skills from growing up with, like, a mother who's a general and then also, like, managing that. So I really Mm -hmm. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the classes were kind of fun. I almost wish we got a little bit more of that. Do you feel kind of similar? Yes. I wish, you know,
1: because it had those like Hogwarts elements, a little bit of like, you know, going to class and whatever, but it's like, we didn't really get to see a lot of the teachers. We were like, are there teachers at this school? Yeah. (laughs) There's
0: only three of you. That's it? There's a couple.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I definitely would have liked to see more of that. Like, aside from like the battle brief is really cool. And, you know, it's funny because I think one of the other maybe not necessarily plot holes or things that, that I've been seeing kind of come up that people are saying is like, you know, if they're in this war, like, why are they so cavalier about just stomping, yeah like all of these students that they really need <laughs> as soldiers? Sure. So it is kind of interesting because I'm, I think, uh, yeah, I'll just be curious to see how the next book goes. And because I'm curious if they're going to go back to school, they kind of have to yeah. because of Liam's sister, but I feel like the way it was left, it's like, how are they going to go
0: back and pretend like
1: Nothing Nothing happened happened. and they weren't just trying to be killed, right?
0: (laughs) And like she's only a first year, so it's not like she knows a lot. And they talked a lot about, and that's what I almost wish too. Like, I know it's Violet and that's her POV, but this I think would have been really, really well done if we got more than the last chapter. Of Zayden, I mm-hmm. wish it was almost a duel. And I hope that she does that maybe I in the next she one. she does that, yeah, yeah. I think
1: that would, because I also feel like they're probably going to be separated, right? In the yeah. Next, at least for some portion of the book. And so it would be so great if we got a dual POV. I would love Yeah,
0: that. and I think that would really move the story along because there's so many moments where like the third years are learning more things and they brought it up towards the end about how- mm-hmm. You know, one of the professors, I think, asked, like, what would you do? And she's like, oh, I would send the third years because this is what they're trained in is wards or whatever. And it's like, I wish we almost got to see a little bit more of that and see, like, how they progressed. But yeah, I I don't know if it would have, like, added a ton more. It's just, like, something that we as, like, big fantasy readers would want. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah, I really liked it. I think the 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 actual structure of the buildings and things like that, like, she did a great job with the descriptions. I think you could definitely, mm-hmm. like, picture a lot of the places in your head and... I would love to do a tour of this place if it existed in real life, but <laughs> yeah, maybe not the dragon part. <laughs> they sound <I> terrifying. Mean,
1: <laughs> as long as, you know, you get chosen, it's
0: fine. Yeah. Did you kind of feel at the beginning, like you had an idea of who her dragon was going to be or did oh, you- Yes. Okay. The second, literally the second they're like,
1: oh, there's this big black dragon that nobody. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's going to be her dragon. Okay. And then, and then the golden one came along and I'm like, I was honestly kind of bummed at first because I was like, oh, really? I really wanted her to have that big black dragon, you know? What yeah. Like, been great. And then obviously, you know, with what happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing when, when he came to protect her. And yeah. so then she got both and it was just it was great was wonderful
0: yeah I definitely felt this similarly I was like oh she's definitely gonna end up with this black dragon like of course they've mentioned it yeah. and then when the gold one came I was like oh my god that'll be perfect because it's small and it can carry her and she's tiny like that's gonna be that'll be how it's done and she says like oh she's so beautiful and all these things and I was like oh my god I'm so ready for this moment <laughs> and then I was like but then, oh
1: but then I just remember like she looked down and, and it she just had furry paws instead of yeah. Just, like, no talents or anything and like nothing to defend herself. And she couldn't even fly with her. And I'm like, oh, this is not like this cannot be her dragon. This like, cannot be not, her dragon. Like, on,
0: I literally wrote on. notes in there. I was like, it's just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, I mean, that part was predictable. But I think that was one of the things that kind of surprised me was that like she ended mm-hmm. up with both. And I really liked how that went down. I know yeah. we're kind of skipping a little bit ahead, but I think most of what happens in there is a lot of just like relationship building and all of that. Oh well, I guess we could talk about the gauntlet a little bit. Oh yeah, that part I really enjoyed, but also was very, very traumatizing. <laughs> like this was another death. I was not like I was kind of expecting someone, but I definitely didn't think she but was not just going to that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was
1: a little. It, at first, I was like, I mean, it didn't surprise me because
0: I feel like she keeps doing it. Too. <laughs> Yeah, every time there's a character <laughs> so, that hasn't talked much, right? all of a sudden a big part of the conversation. Like, oh, dead.
1: how nice to meet you. and Bye. Like it was, It yeah. So it was a little like, okay, that's probably going to happen. But also it was interesting seeing, again, her work through this like very difficult problem where she just wasn't physically able mm-hmm. to do these things, but she found her way around them yeah. with the capabilities that she had, which I loved. So I think that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and I really like. It reminded me of like an American Ninja Warrior. That's what I was picturing the whole time. Oh my gosh, everyone says that. Yes, <laughs> I was like, well, this is exactly what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. I think that was really well done, and I like that this was another moment we got to see how like how clever she is because she like cites yeah. the codex, and mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, that's right. She's not wrong. Give me thirty seconds, and that's that. <laughs> uh, <Yikes. laughs> yeah, I was really sad when the friend died. I was like, wow, I was not anticipating this chick just falling to her actual death. <laughs> It
1: was horrific. It was was really sad.
0: Yeah, it was very sad. I liked all the games that we kind of got, but yeah. And then I think the other big portion would be her poisoning all of her opponents. I thought that was really well done and super funny. funny.
1: It was so funny. Yeah. I felt like I laughed out loud because I mostly read at night and I felt like I was cackling reading this book like there were so many little moments where I was actually laughing and then like the banter was like oh my gosh like it was just yeah it was really great it was super funny
0: yeah I laughed because I think that part was really well done because she she would say something like oh yeah she can't walk straight but couldn't tell you why and it's like her internal monologue was so funny and then she'd be like that's what I told them at least and I'm like oh my god (laughs)
1: And yeah. I think that's that's what a lot of authors, I think, really struggle is writing those internal monologues mm-hmm. to where they're like, they are boring or they're just like, they go on and on and on or they repeat the same things. And I felt like her internal monologue was so
0: funny and just yeah. really entertaining. So I was never bored. Absolutely. And I liked that when she was nervous, she recited the history. So that was the her version of world building. Look, I loved that. Some people don't like that. I thought it was great. I was like, this is this is great. Like, I love these fun facts. Yeah. And it's really clever. Like, then you don't have to kind of like word vomit it out there. It's like, here's just a funny, quirky, like time for me to tell you this battle happened or whatever. And I thought that was really mm-hmm. well done and funny. I was laughing because I was like, this would really be something like I would do.
1: <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of, do you, do you watch bones or have you ever watched the show? Yeah. Bones? yeah. So there's like one of the interns and he does that where he like, whenever he's trying to like figure out something, he starts reciting like random facts like, super yeah. super random scientific facts. And it was just like a big part of his character. And that immediately
0: reminded me of that. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, this is exactly. I feel like I would start reciting like the 50 states in order or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we get through the gauntlet. We do all that. I think there's a couple other things that happen, but mostly the big part after that is the, the threshing or what have you. That part was really cool. And I guess for me, like I wasn't really thinking in my head the scale of like how many dragons were out there and how big this field was. And they're just like, trekking through hundreds of acres like looking for massive yeah I'm like a whole ass day I would be dead (laughs) (laughs) you could just leave me on the side of a mountain
1: (laughs) (laughs) like I would not oh my gosh I loved well and especially like when she went after them because she knew that they were going after who she yeah ended up finding out was Andorna but like it was just her protective instincts that even though she's like small and really vulnerable and really Mm -hmm. can't do anything like she's still willing to like go fight for the little guy and I love like it just it just made her
0: personality that much more lovable yeah absolutely and I thought it was really crazy like that It didn't surprise me as it happened, but I was like, wow, this is a really bold move on Rebecca's part to write them trying to kill a dragon. Like I, I was like, whoa, ballsy. And like, I do enjoy the moments we get where she talks to, I don't know, is it Taryn, I think was his name or how you say that. And he was like, oh, you slept your way to the top. And she's like, no, I've known him since I was four. Like if you did any research and Jack knew anything, you would know that he's lying. And the guy's like backpedals a little bit, but still ends up the bad guy. So I did really like that kind of contrast where she was like, able to defend herself and said those things and then was like I don't care what you think of me though so like if you want to believe what you want to believe and do that you will unfortunately die big big bummer for you (laughs) little do you know (laughs) little do you know oh my gosh well like the wing leader that whole situation as well yeah I was a little surprised by him showing up like I don't think anything was like truly shocking but it's like ooh, that was kind of a moment where I was like oh here he is oh wait no not Satan when
1: Amber that whole situation like it was that yeah was shocking as well
0: so Where I definitely like, knew it was her you were saying when they attacked her no
1: but just that when they like
0: oh yeah you're dead we're like <laughs> whoopsies bye I'm <laughs> like wow okay we're not playing yeah I definitely wasn't surprised it was her but that part was very horrific right. and it, it was, was really chaotic too because Dane is like trying to chat with her and he's like let me see and like reaches for her and all of that and then Zayden's like I don't give a shit dead I was like oh my god what just happened here yeah oh my god that was really surprising but yeah I liked that Zayden was like in the field and we got a little more of his character development too I think Mm -hmm. in that moment where it's like you see that he does really care about people who and he's not like Dane where he's like I'm only gonna follow the rules he's like I am I care because it's the right thing to do and -hmm. I think that's where you start to feel a little bit more towards him and you're like oh he's not just like the hot bad boy like he actually Mm -hmm. does have morals and stuff so that was really fun and like a good moment and I was not shocked that Jack ran away but I did kind of wish he got killed then
1: <laughs> I know at that moment I'm like
0: it's time it's yeah time. Like, like just we've a little bit through a lot with him like can we just <laughs> yeah just a little you know just like oh uh, yeah, yeah but I liked that I thought that was really cool that she got both dragons and that was really I think it was really shocking it was a good shock factor and you were like no way this is so fun and I like that the dragons could talk like in in your psyche I thought that was really fun yeah like a good magic element
1: it's a really fun magic element and then also that the griffins can do it too like with mm-hmm. it. I thought that was super cool like that's I think again where the magic system in here like it wasn't necessarily like the most well-developed right yeah compared to like a lot of high fantasies but it was it was enough that it's like yeah it's very easy to understand everything works like it was it was really entertaining and it's fun so yeah I loved that they could do that
0: yeah. And like everything is a little different. And it's one of those ones where like, if there's a problem, we can kind of explain it away with magic. But at the same time, like <laughs> there are very set rules, you know? So it's right, like, right. oh, every single person conveniently has a different skill to help in battle. Ooh. Yeah. Foresight, Perfect. ward magic, mending, <laughs> shadows. No way. But, oh, if you can read minds, like you're
1: done. <laughs> that part was okay. That part was horrific. I was it was another one. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, there that was, was a lot of death in this book. Yeah. And they were, and some of them were like really on page and I was like, wow, <laughs> I am shocked that he just walked up and like snapped his neck. And then she was like, but Dane has the same power. And he's like, well, he has to do it with touch. So it's not." It's the a same. little bit different. No. I was like, is it? This poor kid has like, oh my gosh, that was oh. honestly, that part was horrific. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. Just going for it. Aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought the time thing was a little like interesting. I don't know if that necessarily was an element that I like needed to have in there. Like it was one of those explained away like convenient moments type of thing. I think the thing that I'm I didn't mind it. Like, yeah, it was very convenient that she had
1: that power for those certain moments. But I also felt like it's interesting that like, okay, so every feather tail grows up and then they don't have that anymore. And so it's kind of right. like, okay, so it's it just it'll be interesting. I'm sure it's gonna come back into play mm-hmm. at some point with, you know, when they figure it out that intern is not small anymore. Like, oh fancy yeah. that like So I think that'll be interesting, but I, I don't think anybody really knows except for Zayden, right? That she has that power.
0: Yep. So if I'm remembering correctly, so I think it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And my question is, is like every feather tail have the time thing? Was it just, was that like her signet almost? Or I think it's every feather tail and that's why they protect them so
1: fiercely because they don't want them experimented on or like utilized. like, yeah. That. So, and they
0: like don't have, they're kind of like little baby scorpions. They don't have like control over their powers. Right. Right.
1: And they can get really weakened and all of that stuff. So, I think they're just really protective over them. So, it's, I'd have
0: to go back and look if it's,
1: like, yeah I didn't remember, I,
0: I think so I was kind of like woohoo right at the end because they explained they were like oh she's grown up or whatever like she's growing up she doesn't have that power anymore and I was like is that like every feathertail or I know they did the they said the growth rates were like different and the maturity rates and mm-hmm. stuff but there was a little moment where I was like ooh. and I thought that she was Taryn's like little baby dragon so I oh, did like yeah. that yeah that they were like um is that your kid and you haven't told me for two years like Zayden's I kind like of wish it would have
1: been that would have been actually so cute
0: I know that would have been really perfect I did like the connection to like the made a dragon thing and that we got that yeah. and that was a very it's another magic convenience thing to bring like Zayden and Violet together right but I don't feel like it happened too quickly and I think that was no. a really good moment
1: yeah and I think it'll be that will be interesting I'm hoping it means that they won't be kept apart for that mm-hmm. long during the book too because yeah I feel like that's another thing that I, especially you see in like, you know, second book syndrome where it's like they keep the main characters like apart for too long. And then it's yeah. so annoying and it's, you know, gets dragged out. Not that I'm calling for blood and out, but like <laughs> just a little, but it's, I think I'm really hoping like, because she has that little stipulation, like they're only supposed yeah. to be apart for like a few days or whatever, that we won't see them, exactly. you know, be apart for too long.
0: Yeah. And I liked that he said when they went to the outpost and they won the challenge or whatever, that mm-hmm. her sister was so like mean to him. And then he's like, I'm here. I didn't make her come back. I came to her. And I was like, I do like that because he is such a like moral character right like he has really really high standards really high morals and is like i'm gonna do what i think is right regardless of like how it makes me seem whether that's like weak or not like you know insubordinate or what have you yeah
1: i think that's actually such a good point to bring up about his character because you you, of course in the beginning like you only know like oh he's the you know the son of the big rebellious general or whatever you know and all these things and like you you start seeing the layers like peeled away of like wow he actually cares so much for all of these children, and like took all of these like lashes and is responsible for every single one of them, like, and is going to be executed if any of them do you know, like there's all these different elements that you start realizing like, wow, he's actually an incredible human being,
0: yeah, <laughs> he might be better than all of us, honestly, <laughs> yeah he might be doing the best, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I liked that too, and I think I thought there was a lot of really interesting moments too, when they met up with like her mom and they were at that gala or what have you, and he was like on the parapet, you know, he sort of talks about like they're all celebrating this, like these huge deaths. And he's like, I'm sure you feel similar because your brother or whatever. But everyone in that ball is so prejudiced. And she is like, these people are my friends. And I really, I honestly loved the way that was done. And that, you know, we kind of got that. It wasn't even like defending them, but like, you know, they're kind of different. And she's like, I don't even think about that anymore. And it was like, that was really, really beautiful that all of these people who have fought so hard for her and like fought so hard for the country are still being like, Looked down upon, and she like mm-hmm. called her mom out and called her sister out and was like, "Don't do that," you know. And yeah. it's like that was awesome. Yeah, I think that's just again like I I think Rebecca did a
1: really good job of pulling like some modern elements of things that like we you know people do yeah. like, on a daily basis and stuff and like putting them in this man you know fantastical world, but it was done in such a way that like it didn't feel like it was being like shoved down your throat. Like I felt yeah, like it was absolutely. just really really seamlessly put into the story and I really appreciated all of the ways that she did that, whether that was like disability or racism or like any, Mm -hmm. any of those pieces.
0: Yeah. And I didn't think about it when she said it, that this was the first year that they would be out in the actual army. And I was like, well, I didn't even like think about that. And I thought that was really cool. And like you said, she did a really good job of kind of like integrating them in and saying, don't act that way. Like they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing type of thing. So I thought that was really cool. I did feel a little bit like um, these, they, I don't know if I felt like they were really adults. Like I had a really hard time with that. (laughs) Did you feel that way? (laughs)
1: No. I remember I I wrote I think I wrote this down in my notes when I was reading I for the first time and it was like, this feels very YA like Absolutely. when you start read it's not <laughs> but it's like when you start reading it I think even like you know the parapet and like all these things and like her going into her mom's office with her little rucksack and like all these things you know like it felt like she was very young and like going off to school and like it just it definitely felt like she was a teenager yeah but I think they're supposed to be like 20 I think she's supposed to be 20 when she goes. she's to 20 school. and
0: yeah and Zayden and is 23 Zayden's
1: 23 and so it definitely felt like they were a lot written a lot younger yeah but I think as it went on like and as we got further into the book like towards you know definitely the last like 20 30 percent it mm-hmm. didn't feel that way as much anymore and maybe it's just because like there was yeah. the romance and all those all those different pieces but it was it felt like a lot more of the action and stuff was happening and it didn't feel quite as way but yeah I definitely felt YA vibes when I first started reading it. Yeah.
0: Like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> it was a little juvenile to me. <laughs> like, I enjoyed it, but I, this is what I was saying about the marketing. I think, as like, I know it's marketed as NA, but for me, I was like, mm-hmm. is it? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And I did, I agree. I think as it went on, you know, you could tell the maturity level has changed like quite a bit. And her sister is, I think she's supposed to be like 27 or something. So, like, I could definitely feel that her sister was a little bit older. And I hope that in the next one it changes. Like I know there's a few series where they do that. Like they start at one year and then you get this progression of them like over years. So I'm hoping that's kind of what we get to. And she's like almost 21, I think, by the end of this because it's over like 10 months or something. So that would make sense. But yeah, I felt it felt a little juvenile. (laughs) I was like, okay, (laughs) yeah,
1: there were those
0: moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think about the final kind of battle? Esque situation <laughs> mortal peril etc cetera, etc cetera.
1: <laughs> i am such a sucker for mortal peril it's like my favorite i love it it's so good it was great i actually i loved that i loved that we i you know it was interesting because i think again maybe this is where it felt a little why was when she got like irrationally angry at his you know supposed betrayal yeah I'm like okay but like he's explaining all this stuff and i'm like why are you mad like you really no, shouldn't like- be like so I think that's kind of yeah. one of those situations where it's like she had to be for the plot to move forward kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that'll get resolved pretty quickly in book two. But yeah, I loved seeing all of that come together with the Griffins because I knew it's like, you know, that something again, like, yeah, not all this is adding up. And like, like, don't her be sister, suspicious. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but like her when they're at the her sister's outpost or whatever there and she says, like, she thought she saw other dragons mm-hmm, like, outside the wards but what she really saw was the venom she just didn't know that they were yeah venom. so it was interesting because i now i'm of course theorizing like okay who who knew what and like who's aware right. of different situations and then who's in on it because i think the other things like towards you know it's it it felt very similar to like well any any fantasy yeah. novel where it's like the last 20 percent is pure chaos and you're like Absolutely. roller coaster like what is happening? And you have so many things getting thrown at you as a reader. So you're trying to take in all the little details. So it's fun to like, go back and be like, Oh, they said, yeah, this, and yeah. like, she had the dagger and blah, 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 you know, like all these different pieces. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really liked, I think, the plot twist or like the plot twist part kind of irritated me. I agree with you. Like, I think she just was so irrationally angry. And that's this is why I love like Liam's character and having that Liam, where it's like he was a true friend, regardless yeah. of everything. And when she right. like says that, she's like, Were well, you ever right, my real friend? I was like, Okay, shut up. You're 21. Come <laughs>
1: like, on. Yeah. <laughs> grow
0: up so that was a moment where I was like okay mm, all right and Mm -hmm. you know of course it's got to be something really dramatic before we like go into this huge battle where she's like I don't even care about you anymore and it's like do you not are you sure so I thought yeah and I I definitely felt like it was going to be more of like the bad the good guys are the bad guys type of situation like the Griffins were the good guys and like they're the bad and I don't necessarily know if that's like true now that we've gotten through there like i don't know if you agree i think it's there's a very big gray area here with like the dragons trying to protect themselves and like the humans doing that too and obviously they're not like protecting the griffins with as they should but i don't necessarily think like violet's mom is 100 percent the bad guy like he's she's not the villain
1: i don't think her mom's the vill- i don't think her mom's bad i think yeah and i think she's gonna die yeah <laughs> i mean it's her mom is aware because she has the dagger in her office so she right. knows That venom are existing, right? And then you have to think about like, okay, was her father murdered? Because he clearly knew because he was doing all this research. That was my thought. Made sure that she got the book. It's like, well, who killed the father? You know, and like, Mm -hmm. is it all like a situation where her mom's aware, but like, I, so I am suspicious of General Melgren for sure. Like he just has all bad vibes (laughs) and they have said- (laughs) That inside the wards, the venom aren't visible, like their uh, veins and all these things, whatever, aren't visible, mm-hmm. and so they're they're clearly inside the wards and there.
0: Yeah, but they have no so power I, in the wards, right? But they,
1: I think it's like diminished or something, or it's like mm-hmm. you can't you can't see them, and so I'm really curious. Like, is it something? You know, are some of the teachers like? there's that one teacher that like really doesn't like her and then obviously General Melgren and it's like are they Venom like who's the big bad like we don't I don't feel I either feel like we haven't been introduced to the to that person yet or that the Venom mentions at the end Mm -hmm. of like I'm gonna take you back to my you know master or whatever whatever and I think
0: we we either haven't met him or it's General Melgren yeah I would 100% agree with that like I think Mm -hmm. I think that was set up in a way that it was like, oh, here's everything that's conveniently like been mentioned casually throughout, right? Like here's this fairy tale and the band book and all those sorts of things. But yeah, I definitely feel like her dad, I almost thought her dad was going to be alive and not the brother. Cause I was like, I get that we've mentioned him a few times, but like he felt Mm. so irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. I was like, brother who? Who's this guy? Like at the end when he walked in, I was like, "Eh, What? no but he's like the the world's best mender so yeah but like I don't know her dad felt pretty important to her like I mean
1: <laughs> yeah I definitely well, somebody else said like they wondered if her dad was actually dead and I'm like no I I do think he's gone yeah kind that of makes sense gone. I mean
0: yeah they can't bring yeah. them both back <laughs> yeah that would be a lot but I just thought because he was like older like he would have been around when they started kind of deciding these things and like he yeah. was Like he said, it took just one generation to like erase all of that history. So I was like, oh, maybe her dad's still alive and just like hiding, but it was the brother, which I'm fine with. But I also felt like he was very relevant.
1: (laughs) I feel like he's going to become your new book boyfriend. Just wait. He probably is. I'm going to be like, oh my God, I
0: love this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was, it was interesting. And I think there's a lot, again, I think there's always a lot to be said about an ending that makes you wonder like what's happening next. But I also wish sometimes these endings were a little bit longer and there was like less info dumping because I was like, oh my gosh, the golden dragon. I don't know how to pronounce her name. The golden dragon doesn't have powers anymore. She's still asleep. This other guy's been lying to her. Oh, the dragon's been lying to her. Oh, they're a mated pair. Oh, he's getting stationed here. Oh, her sister's over there. Oh, her brother's still alive. Oh my God. She got poisoned. Like, oh my God, Liam's dead. And it was like, like what? Is it. No,
1: I'm like, I love it. I'm a chaos junkie. Like yeah. I, think it's a, I, I live for those kind of endings, but I also feel like cliffhangers are the worst though. Cause Absolute you just worst, but I am really excited. Cause I think there's cliffhangers where you're just like mad. And I mm. felt like I wasn't mad at all. It just made me more excited for book two. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't. I'm like feral for this next book. I cannot Absolutely. wait to get it in my hands.
0: So like Rebecca, if you need a beta reader, I'll be the one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if she has one fan, it's me. If she has no fans, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Like totally everyone fair. else at the school. No. <laughs> I will be the first. So, and I think I think these are good cliffhangers where it's like, I'm intrigued, but at the same time, I feel like a lot was resolved. Like we got through the yeah. final battle. I'm not like on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm okay waiting like another six months. I want it, but I'm okay. And I think mm-hmm. that's the best kind of cliffhanger. Yeah. 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 I th- Yeah. It was good. I mean, I loved it. I enjoyed it. There was just a few things I was like, are we sure about that? <laughs> are you sure about that one choice there? Do you, what did you think about her signet powers and like how long it took her? to develop them. Oh, I loved that. I mean, it was,
1: it was kind of, I mean, I love that she has lightning powers. Like that's Mm -hmm. super great and fun and interesting. I also appreciate that again, it's not like limitless. Like she, you know, still has to deal with like all of these other physical repercussions. Um, so that was cool. I, I did feel like it was like slightly convenient that it took her so long (laughs) you know everybody else has got these powers so it was kind of like okay of course this would happen to you
0: yeah she's got to be like the unique one like the last right. one to get her powers and yes. she might die mm-hmm. oh no good. no
1: she's not so. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> what if she did that would be a that'd be a big plot twist oh big God. character dead it's rihanna's story now <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, that would be so funny. Be like, nope, it's Zayden now. Needs to actually do that. Someone does. I I really feel like there are so many storylines. It's like, what if you just shocking? Yeah, flip the script. Do it. I'll I'll read it. I'm okay. Make me fall in love with the main character and then kill him off. Do it. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit like convenient, and I thought that maybe hers was gonna come a little sooner. But I did appreciate that, like, not everybody got, like, a super unique one. Like, Rian's power was obviously unique. But Riddick, I think, is that how you say his name? Roddick? The sarcastic one? Yeah, his power. I like that his was, like, just ice. It was like, oh, it's pretty common. Like, it's not super uncommon. (laughs) But it's, like... Right. you know everybody's not like a metal wielder we haven't seen in centuries right, Ooh, right. shadows nobody has that like but i, was I think glad. that's
1: where it's like the magic system's a little loosey-goosey because it's yeah. like okay how how are we choosing these like how right right like, it's
0: based on what's inside you what do you think your ma- magical signet power would be
1: <laughs> i don't know oh my gosh that's a great question i'll have to think about that one
0: yeah deep dive in i might be something very like whatever the most common thing is because i'm so basic <laughs> like oh stop <laughs> Sprouts, iced coffee, lattes, that's me. Every day it makes the perfect cup of coffee. That's my that's my signet power. Like uh-huh. I can heat water, that'll be me. Yeah, I thought I was good and it was really fun and like interesting that everyone got a different one, but I did appreciate that not everybody's was like so incredibly, you know, like different. Yeah. But everyone did kind of have something like unique to them and they were able to use that in like battle strategy and stuff. So I did yeah. love that. But yeah, the the lightning. I was like, okay, we need to calm down no it was great come on <laughs> they're like breaking armors and shit I was like All oh my gosh, I that scene
1: I remember reading it and being like isn't there a bed in this room like yeah! why are we taking literally every piece of furniture
0: he was like stupid desk and then they were like on the armor and I was like what how is that like I'm just God, it's so funny I love a diagram like what kind of armor is that are we talking like beauty yeah. and the beast or like a short dresser you know like what is the armoire? Because he was oh talking about God. doors. And I'm thinking like a long ways dresser. And then he said door. And I was like, hey. oh, see, I was thinking like a, like an armoire. Like a long Yeah, like Beauty and the Like dresses, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, he said the desk was too short. So I was like, how are you? The armoire is also short. Because am like, just too so tall. I don't- <laughs> so anyways, I would love a diagram. I don't need a map. I need you to show me the inside blueprint of what? her bedroom. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so that part was really funny but I agreed I was like isn't there a bed in this room and they were like no yeah. that's the only it's thing we didn't break
1: really uncomfortable
0: yeah anyways it was awful graphic I was like good for you sis <laughs> yeah I I did appreciate that they made them a little bit older so when she did have like the spicy scenes it wasn't so much like ew icky they're 16 It's like right no, yeah 21 and mm-hmm. 24 or whatever but yeah so I think I think we covered most of it. Do you feel yeah. like there's anything else? I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What are your what was your like final thoughts slash star ratings?
1: So I think I get so in my blog, I don't give star ratings because I just kind of want to like say like, here's what it is. Um, you know, yes, I absolutely loved it or whatever. But I on Goodreads, I think I gave it a four and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and and I'd say it's, yeah, between, like, four or four and a half for me. There was, I think, final thoughts on, like, stuff that, like, little nitpicky things. Like, I did not love her nickname. Like,
0: it was so <laughs> I <cute>. really did.
1: <laughs> I know. All my friends. It's so funny because every single one of you guys love that. And I am like, that is a cheese fest. Like, no. Like, like, I absolutely. The worst. So, <laughs> and she like was like, the... don't call me that. And I was like, shut up. Yeah, but it's I'm so like, cute. oh, no. <laughs> so I didn't love that. Um but that's okay I'm in the minority I guess on that one
0: yeah absolutely and
1: again it's like these are small things that didn't like you know yeah taking away from like the story um and I didn't love that there were so many f-bombs yeah everywhere and I was just it felt like wow that's a lot like and I know there are situations I think I wrote this in my review of like you know maybe if I was in those kind of situations I'd be dropping up bombs too because like (laughs) it's pretty dire but it just felt like a lot, especially for what it was, you know, for, yeah. for feeling again, to read more, a little bit more YA for a lot of the story parts. And then to have like all of that language put in, it was like, wow, that's a lot.
0: And it's such like a modern thing too. Like that's such a modern word to use. Yeah. yeah I always I, use it that. always throws me off.
1: Like when there's a ton of modern dialogue and fantasy books, like I know for some people it doesn't bother them. Uh It usually really bothers me. Like I usually yeah. hate it. We um, love a good
0: God's damn <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: think it's just kind of like but I felt like it the modern language because there is some modern language in here and I I definitely noticed it but it didn't bother me quite as much as like it normally yeah. would so there's those pieces and then oh my gosh so this is I called it a cold shower moment yeah sorry, it just ruined it for me was Zayden smoking and I was like bro that is the biggest turnoff for me.
0: Yeah. Like, and she even oh. said it. She was like, this is icky.
1: I know. It's like, gross. Then you have to kiss that. Like, no. So that was, that. those are my like little tiny nitpicky things that I was like, you know, I could have done without those things. Yes. But but overall, honestly, I did. I had such a good time. I completely binged it. I lost sleep over it. Like I definitely stayed up super late to read it. And I loved that it was like humorous and I was laughing and I was like giggling like a little schoolgirl when they were like flirting and have all their little banter moments. I thought that was really fun. So yeah, I, I felt like it's one of those books that again I would recommend to all my friends who don't read fantasy but like maybe want to try and they usually like like romance or you know haven't read in a long time and they just want something that like is a really quick easy read and it's like super easy to understand and digest and I I feel like it hits all those spots so uh, yeah I, I still think it's going to be the book of well we already kind of know it's like yeah. the book of the summer
0: it definitely is yeah, I agree. I forgot to say, I actually don't know if I actually said it out loud. The one thing that did surprise me was Dane, like taking her memories when he touched her cheek. So oh
1: no. Dude, yeah, he was going to do that. You The second you mentioned his power, I'm like, oh, he is going to be a little shit this is gonna come to back like, yeah not gonna end up well
0: I was like ah, what uh and then she like accidentally betrayed him and I was like that is so sad for you and also she had no right to be angry because she messed the whole thing up herself just kidding yeah I agree I would probably give it like a or two, ish somewhere in that range I thought it was really good and I like you said I enjoyed The storyline, I enjoyed the setting. I loved the world building and like the magic system and stuff like that. I just, for me, is like, I thought it was going to be a little bit more NA and it felt so juvenile at the beginning. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I was a little shocked by that, I think. So I had a hard time kind of getting into it because I was like, oh, I thought they were like 24 and they're 20 and it felt very like, you know, kind of kiddish. But I think that like the way that she developed the character relationships was really well done and like you wanted to. And same, like I lost sleep over this one. I listened to it, you know, I, I like binged it in like a day and a half and it's so long. Like it's a big book. That's the thing. I think people
1: don't realize like it's like 500 pages. It's, yeah, it's 500 pages and like everybody is binging it. Like everybody's yeah. reading it like overnight or like in a day and a half. Like it just, you can't put it down for whatever reason. It's just like very, very easy to read.
0: Yeah. You're like, get me all of it. I'm going to look it up because now I really want to know. If- the book is 21 hours long. So it's a really long audio book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I mean, even if it is like 500 pages physically, like I think the font is small, the margins are small. Like it's a chalky (laughs) book.
1: It's a chalky read.
0: Yeah. I'm like, okay, we get it. So I think that it was really well done. And like, she did a great job of kind of building the relationships. It never felt boring. There was never a moment. No. Yeah.
1: I think that's the other thing that, that is good to point out for people is that it's not like, there's no slow parts, at least for me, I didn't feel like, it was slow at all. I was never bored, like there was you know, and I, that happens a lot in yes, fantasy books or romance books where you're just like, okay, can we get to the point or like what's happening or like, and it's like academia too, or like, yeah, yeah, and so I felt like we just always had action going on, and I you know, maybe it's just the setting of being like yeah, people dying all the time, but like it it just felt like there was always something going on, and it was super interesting,
0: yeah, and she did a really good job. I think this is like a, something that I enjoy when you end the chapter on like a shock. And she did that for a lot of them. Like, she was really, really good at ending it. Yeah. 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 And then you're like, then you have to kind of fill in, like, what happened in between. one
1: more chapter. Yeah. You're
0: like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Another person died? I guess I have to figure (laughs) out how. Yeah. Exactly. It was very bingeable. And I like that. I think there's just a lot of, like, little elements that kind of brought it together. But I think the juvenile thing bothered me more than I wanted it to yeah the age just thinking they were a little bit younger and then there was just so many parts of it I felt like were really predictable so it's like Mm -hmm. I know that that's every fantasy but that's why I wouldn't give it five because I was like yeah we all knew she's gonna end up with a big dragon she's gonna end up with an old dragon she's gonna end up with a boy that everyone told her to avoid you know her mom hates her she has daddy issues thing like yeah so I think the rep was really amazing and someone said this too I saw in a video it's like they really loved the like casual queerness and I did too and I love that it wasn't like something that like you were saying about you know the racism and like the inclusivity and things like that it's like I love that that wasn't something we had to like bring up it wasn't no, like, it was just like pieces.
1: their normal world like it didn't yeah feel... yeah
0: yeah very casual and I love that and I thought that was like so mm-hmm. well done it's like that's how it should be you know I don't know I loved that so yeah, somewhere in the three to seven, five, four and a half range. <laughs> that was a big range. It okay. is a big range. <laughs> Depends on the day, you know, oh, like Tatiana, if I'm give if me feeling more. really savage, it's like a three <laughs> on Goodreads, but okay. if I enjoyed it, it's Fair. a four. So yeah, probably I'll say four then. That's probably like halfway through. It was good. It was good. I've been giving out five stars a lot recently. Like if I, if I get done with it, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And I feel like there's a lot of I'm plot. so goals. stingy yeah. with my fives. Like, I used to be. And
1: I... I have tried to lessen that a little bit with just like, was did I have a great time and stuff yep. like, but I'm, but then I'm like, no, nope, there's like the little nitpicky things that just keep it from like that. Perfect.
0: Yeah. I read Iron Widow the other day. Have you read that oh, one yet? I haven't read that one yet. And I was, I did a podcast episode on a different podcast and I was like, yeah, there was a couple of things that I didn't love. And it's just like, Oh, I was just talking I was like, Five. <laughs> and she was like really it was and I was like yep <laughs> oh my gosh I love it Now we're talking about it and discussing it there are quite a few things that I didn't enjoy but five <laughs> I know uh, I used to be really stingy about it and lately I'm like if I had a good time when I get done I'm like okay yeah. fine. which is well, probably right. yeah and
1: I can't stop thinking about it I think that's the thing like it's and part of it's because it's just constantly in yeah, my face of course and everybody's reading it but I also feel like it's It was one of those things that like, yeah, I had a really, really amazing time reading it Uh and it was super fun. And then seeing everybody else's reactions and like all the things that they're kind of going through and stuff too. It's just, yeah, I think it's just a really, really fun read. Like that's what people need to take away from that. It's like, it's not perfect. It's just super fun and entertaining. Like it's, it's a great. Yeah. And that's like the great
0: entertaining read. Yeah. And you're like, that's it. So Mm-hmm. Not a five. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. I think that that would just bother me like more than I wanted it to. So, yeah, ish. But, yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. Tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Oh, okay. So, you can find me at Books Are My
1: Third Place pretty much everywhere on TikTok, Bookstagram, YouTube. And then my website is also books are my third place.com. And that takes you to the bookmark shop and the community and the blog and newsletter, all that good stuff.
0: All the things you do so mm-hmm. much.
1: All the things, yes. All the things.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do all of it. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you aren't following us, go ahead and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the Bookish Bandra Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a five star review. And thank you guys again for all of your support. Have a great day.